everyone. Welcome to a brand new podcast, Parallel Barking. Oh my goodness, you got the name right. Thank I you. did get the name right. I almost said Barking Dogs, but then I would have gotten a very cross look from my partner in Bark here. Uh, my name is Larry Backer, and I'm here with my daughter who is going to explain it all for us. Introduce yourself. Ariana Backer. Yes. And we me. intend uh, over the course of however long these podcasts last to think carefully about what um, interesting new uh, cultural uh, productions, TV shows, uh, news reports, and the like, tell us about our culture, our law, our, the way in which we are as a society involve, evolving. Or whatever it is that is on our minds. I mean... Right. And hopefully we will, as we have for many, many years, just not see eye to eye and we will bark in parallel. Uh, and hopefully out of all of this, you may find something of interest. And with that, and for our very first podcast, I think we wanted to start with something big and splashy, ridiculous, because everyone is doing this, but we don't care. Um, we want to start with a uh, our first doorway is through which we'll bark is Squid Games. Yay! Yay! And the reason we're doing Squid Games is we have seen every episode but the last one. Yes. And so our first, very first podcast is going to be us before the end of Squid Games. And we'll talk about it and argue, hopefully. And then our very next podcast will be the podcast immediately after we see the end of this where we may take everything that we say in our first podcast back so stay tuned well also also so alert alert we might have spoilers if you have not seen all of squid game up to the last episode i caution you not to listen maybe for the next Right. So this is a very unusual podcast in which we're begging you not to listen to us. Yeah, I, uh, I was actually listen to us later. I was actually right. That's bad thinking marketing. maybe that maybe I should marketing. not be saying that. And she's in business too. <laughs> yes. I know uh, the business. All right. So let's talk Squid Game. Okay. What what do you want what what do you want to talk about? A well, squid this game? is the first. You normally don't <laughs> ask me what I want. You just roll right in and bark. So start barking about all right, all right, all right, all right. So I have I have a theory. I brought this up oh, earlier. No. Shh. A theory. <sighs> all right. So I we brought this I brought this up earlier today when we were walking through the park. Um, we do that when we're not barking at each other. He's very proud. So my theory is that. Well, we're we're at the point where we can Don't probably try to get just tell them what you're doing. All, right, all, right, all, right, all, right, all right. So my theory is that Il Nam All right, and also also preface this with Oh my god, it's like neither, reading an article. Neither of us know how to speak Korean, so please do not you know think that this is in any way disrespect, but I might, you know, 
Look, I can barely speak English myself. English is my second language, so you're going to have to excuse yeah, and also, every, all of the Also, pop. Dad is a boomer, so please be prepared to be offended. Oh, my God, she offended. was desperate to get that in, be and she offended. did it in the very first podcast. Offended you, will be. You. offended you will be. Offended you will be. Okay, so anyway, anyway, I think you'll not... Not which now, I think, daughter of boomer. Anyway, anyway, I think who is the, the number one contender, the number one player... Yeah, I just use numbers. I do think that he is going to be the head honcho at the end. I think he is the front man's boss man. I think That's because you like old people. No, well, I was going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> but then you just I just wanted to agree with right, you. Right. I just I, disagree. Yeah, that's, an, that's an interesting theory. And it is true that he was the one person that we haven't seen actually get offed. Um, and he's been just notoriously knowledgeable um, in a kind of serendipitous way about everything that's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, we, that, that, we didn't right. see him. But that's because that's because Ariana is an inherent gambler, and so the first thing she goes to when she when we look at this thing is let's figure out which horse is going to win the race. Well, isn't that what kaboom, has been kaboom, going kaboom, on kaboom, kaboom, through kaboom. this entire? The nags are marked. Well, no, that's from the perspective of those horrible people sitting in those very comfortable airplane lounges uh, that are betting all this money and doing all kinds of other disreputable things. But what if we change a perspective and let's look at the dynamics either within what had started out as 456 people now reduced to two. We've seen everything but the last episode at this point. Or the dynamic between all of those people and the P and the other people. I think it's it's very cool, and and a very interesting comment on our times that everyone is faceless. Normally, uh, in the boomer generation, one of a set of die of stakeholders in an engagement, one of them would be erased as a person and would be reduced to a number or a symbol or an object and the other would retain their personhood and that's where boomers for the last 50 years have been engaging and talking about oh um we're getting rid of the individuality of people because there's privilege and there's hierarchy and whatever this one is very interesting because in every case the workers the leaders the uh, the people who are betting and the contestants who are all being killed, everyone is reduced to a personality-less object, each of which has their own characteristics, each of which have their own kind of ambit of, of power and authority. The, the, uh, the contestants essentially power over themselves within a very constrained environment. And then as you move into the labor ranks, you've got the hierarchy. Well, isn't but that what archetypes are? I think that's what all, I think that's what this is, it's right? It's not just archetypes. I've, I looked at this and I go, oh my God, I live this. Uh, this is every in the in a world in which we are all becoming data bytes in a world in which we are effectively all essentialized and reduced to a collection of data and then reconstituted that is a perfect expression of the way in which society is now viewing itself and notice when i say society that's an incarnation of Another collective is a bunch of bits. What bits are all of the little bits of the individuals now constituted as a quote-unquote society, which becomes a person in itself. 
but everything is now the 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 act of naming and remember those scenes where they actually sit and worry about whether or not they should give their names this is something personal private um, rather than their number all the way up to the the rich folks tells you I think a lot about the way in which we no longer name ourselves except as a key into our data storage which then defines ourselves i mean that's that's an interesting way of putting it oh that's a way of putting me off no not not really i just think you thought that was a chance to share your ideas on data and data management and the way we're going which i think i agree on but in many in many respects but what about what about the commentary on democracy and equality what what is going on there with the equilateral triangle there at the end? Oh, well, that wonderful the supper end. scene. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Yes, with with the the knives. Oh, and, and the saving every, of that lady who uh, was not able to get a partner because and then, that and violates then, the rules of equality. And, and even equal before treatment. that, even before that, when the front man was losing control, mentioning this is a democracy, you know, that that kind of like. Made me think, oh, ooh, this is kind of like, you know, back in January when, ooh, this is a democracy. We're losing control. What? But this is a democracy. Could this ever oh, happen? Okay, you're you're talking about it from an American perspective. When all ooh, that, when I when I listened to this, I was thinking about it from a, a slightly different perspective, because right now there is this huge debate. Uh, within uh, American elite circles, those people who believe themselves privileged enough to speak authoritatively about this, God knows why it is, or who anointed them to do this, but the media then fawns on whatever stuff comes out of their mouths. You've got those people, and then you've got a similar conversation coming out of Marxist-Leninist systems like China about the nature, form, and practice of democracy, which is very, very different. Yes. Yes, right. I agree and so with the that. Americans have now vested, they put all of their marbles in the theater of voting, what I would call exogenous democracy. That is, democracy starts and ends with the protection of people going and voting for someone or something. And the minute they're done with the act of voting, democracy is over. Because at that point, the representative can do as he or she will subject to either a recall, which are usually unsuccessful, the California recall that just happened recently, or uh, subject to some kind of petition and notice of being angry and, and suggestions about what they should do. So democracy in this country is now both a performance and exogenous to the actual work of government in which the state then says, well, thank you very much for voting. We now have everyone into positions. Now you can all go away and listen to us and either get angry or be happy and then wait for your next turn to participate, boom, in the theater piece of voting. The 
Marxist-Leninists look at this and say, no, 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 no. We, we, we think that this is silly. We believe that democracy ought to be endogenous. That is, it's not a matter of voting. It's not the performance of voting. It's the performance of consultation. That is, when we're getting ready to do something, we will find representatives of all of the different parts of society as we see them, and we'll ask them their opinion. And once we get it, then we'll incorporate it in some way or another. And of course, the exogenous people, the Americans, would look at this and say, oh my God, no, they're controlling all of this. That's really a performance and it doesn't really matter. And then the Chinese will look at the Americans and say, no, that's a performance and it doesn't really matter. And at the end of the day, you have a lot of arguments about democracy in various forms, but it becomes a performance because of the constraints within which it is done. So the constraints And the of, constraints in this case is the island. Right. right? So where it. do you see where do you see endogenous democracy and where do you see exogenous democracy the, in this context? The endogenous democracy was occurring within each group and in and a interesting fusion of endogenous and exogenous democracy in that scene where after the first game there's a revolt and they say no we think this is terrible and they say okay vote there's a consultation the consultation produces a decision to vote and then after the vote they say great you're done that was actually interesting because here you see a fusion of the two polar opposite positions and yet at the end of the day it doesn't it matter it doesn't matter everybody came back Everyone it didn't back. work yes yes what 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 a message what a message well i think it's a very interesting message there are there are many more messages uh that are involved we've got uh, a little bit of time left because we don't want to overtax you on this first one yeah what you've, else you've talked a lot well then you talk <laughs> Bark, bark. I, how can I? Woof, how woof, can I? Woof, when I woof. when you railroad with your woof. pontification, no, no, no. We've, got, we've got the the dog barking thing going, so I can't be railroading. I have to be rail barking. Seriously, like you you just can't. You can't. Uh, I get I back really on track. I get really. Back on track. Or get back on bark. So what other thing do you? You see? just love the sound of your own voice. No, actually, I do. But I love your sound even better. So be sonorous. I, I don't even know what to say, but About for those of you who hung in there, thank you. Really appreciate it. Right. <laughs> Any last words or comments for this part of Squid Game? I want to know if you have a guess as to who the, the boss man is going to be at the uh, end. Oh, who the boss man is. Oh, my or, God. Or, or, oh, it was driving or me crazy. If, yeah, if yeah. they're going to reveal it. Oh, that's right. Or even better, if in fact the boss man is just a husk and there's really many different people who can assume that position. Mm, 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 mm. Well, that may get too complicated. Um, but anyway, enough for uh, enough for now. Our time is up. Um, any last thoughts before we we come back to this after we see the the last episode? Nope. I'm just ready. All right. Bark, bark. All right. Excellent. It was great meeting you. 
Um, we hope that you'll enjoy this. You have a taste of what is to come. Um, and uh, we hope to have you visit with us again in future podcasts. Uh, again, uh, feel free to, to tune in. We're on Spotify, uh, Parallel uh, Barking Podcast. Uh, tune in, send us your questions, send us ideas about uh, what it is you want us to talk about. And beyond that, say goodbye, Ariana. Goodbye. It's actually parallel barking, just parallel barking. Oh, barking dogs. I've, eventually, I will get it right, but it'll probably take three years. All right. Goodbye. All right. Bye, folks.